1: Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens-Ajibalade.
2: Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA. Part, of course, by Evergy. For thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us, follow us. Truly appreciate you checking us out. In the house E. sheldon architecture that's
0: right we have stan sheldon in the house welcome sir
2: hi there how are you guys doing
0: oh we're, we're wonderful
2: that's
3: great we're happy Me to too. have you here i'm really glad to be here yep, yes it's good
0: so let's talk a little bit about who you are and what you do
3: yeah you bet well again i'm stan sheldon i'm the president and ceo of sheldon architecture we just celebrated our 20th year this Whoa. past year and Cute. it's been a real fun and exciting ride for sure ever since I was a little kid I just love building stuff and I love designing stuff I love drawing I just I love painting I loved all the design creative process of things as well as getting my hands dirty and actually making it happen so I like building things as well but my uh, my upbringing I think just lended itself to a broad range of things though my parents really got me involved in all kinds of things from Boy Scouts to all kinds of different activities and I, doing that just made me love everything i love music i we played the piano we all oh, sang wow. we all did a bunch of stuff in our we just had a, a blast growing up and I, as a result i really felt like i couldn't really say i had to do one thing one thing i really found out though with architecture and being a, a designer that in the way that we do things i touch all kinds of things medical stuff school stuff mm-hmm. housing all kinds of different types of uses, performing arts centers, so there's so many different facets of the kind of stuff we do. So I don't, I don't like just getting involved in only one type of thing. And being in architecture, I feel like I get to touch people's hearts,
2: yeah.
3: I get to touch the construction of the world. It's just a really, it just feels very fun. I just really like doing what I got to do. But I think all the way through high school, I was involved in a lot of art classes, all of sciences and math and all of that, all that together. So the architecture, art and technology coming together Mm -hmm. just seemed like a really great fit to me. I did go to K-State.
0: Yay! I know, I know it doesn't work for everybody, but I loved
3: it. We had a great time. Yeah, I went to K-State and graduated a long time ago and then went to Chicago for about seven or eight years. Did you grow up here? I grew up here and went to North
2: High School. Yeah. That's okay, too. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. buy a right now. Oh, so. no, it was great.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a great time at North High and learned a lot and then went to K-State. But we had just a great experience there. But when I went to Chicago, I worked for a really large firm in downtown Chicago. We lived downtown. And it was a great experience being in that super intense urban environment and just a really amazing experience. As a young architect, I was surrounded by some really great stuff all the time, all day long. And I really felt, again, that I still loved all of it. I didn't want to just specialize in any one type. Mm -hmm. really felt like... All of these things are really important to a person and a person evolves does a lot of different things they go to school they live in they live in their home they have different businesses they have everything from factory type architecture buildings they have clinics and middles and schools and all these different things right and I wanted to be a part of all of it so I've always thought of myself as a generalist and somebody that doesn't necessarily specialize I want to really help people uh, that are wherever they're at. If it's a school project or if it's a house project or if it's a medical clinic project or if it's a adaptive reuse of an old building in downtown, whatever it might be, or a brand-new building for Fidelity or for Martin Pringle or for whoever it might be, that we can really enter into the shoes that my clients have and really walk alongside them and help them really in determine what the building wants, needs to be.
0: Yeah, so let's break this down a little bit okay so you started 20 years ago yep all right and you started in Chicago
3: well we started, I started 35 years ago.
0: 35 years yeah, ago in, in Chicago. Chicago.
3: Yeah, and then we spent seven or eight years in Chicago. Then I moved back in the mid 90s okay. to Wichita. And then I worked for another firm for seven years or so and then started so you my had, firm. You
0: did all your mistakes at those other firms. <laughs> oh, no,
3: wow. no, <laughs> every day I wake up, there's something I should have done better. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, no that, sure. that is nice. awesome.
0: So t- let's talk about okay, what made you decide? I've worked for these other places, so I lived in these other amazing spaces. Now I'm back in Wichita. What made you decide that you wanted to start your own firm?
3: Yeah. Well, really interesting. I was asked by K-State to come up and do some critiques, which means I actually get to be a professor of some college students for a day where I sit in on their studio classes and I get to sit there across from these students and say, So tell me a little bit about your project, why do you like your project, what are you doing about your project, and so forth. And that experience with those kids again, I was, now I'd been out about 10 years, I've been working as an architect, I was licensed, and so forth. But when I saw the kids' passion for the craft of what they were doing, I just sort of felt like I want to see, want to be more about that in my own practice. And it sort of inspired me along with just just an inside burning passion to be an entrepreneur. My, my grandfathers, on both sides of my family, were both entrepreneurs. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, my grandfather on my dad's side, was he had a men's clothing store up by Kansas City, actually in Ottawa, and sold mm-hmm. suits to professors at KU, <laughs> uh, and <L>. was really...
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, and in, in fact, he was one of the first... When I first t- talked about opening a business, he said, the first thing I should do is join the chamber.
0: Oh, very Make nice. Make sure
3: you join the I chamber. Agree. He was always a member. In fact, he was president of the chamber in Ottawa several times and just a really great man. And he had this little men's clothing store for 40 years. And just loved it. Every time I went there, the smell of it, just I just loved the whole process. Did you have to work process. there? No, I never no, worked there. Right. Maybe I dusted a little bit, maybe as a little <laughs> kid or something, but that's about it. Okay. But we always had a great time. And watching him run his business with his wife, my grandma, that was just a really, it was inspiring. Watching them just live their life and do their thing. And then on my mom's side of the family, my grandfather on my mom's side was a, a farmer rancher and again just an entrepreneur in his own own right and ran his farm and his ranch and uh both of them were it was just fun to watch them talk about business talk about living life being a really great member of their communities and enjoying life and providing for their families but also for others that would work for them from time to time so I just love that whole aspect of, and I just got that bug. You early, got the bug. Early, I know, early that's on. that's good. Because yeah. that
0: always amazes me when I find people who are willing to take that risk. And knowing that now you have your family, but also your work family that you have mm-hmm. to make sure you're right for each and every day. Mm-hmm. And so how many employees did you start off with 20 years ago in Sheldon?
3: Well, of course, I was the first employee. You're the first, <laughs> yeah. Yes, and then, yes, yeah, w- Within a few weeks, I hired a bookkeeper and accountant type person. That was my first hire. So right away, I just knew I was going to need for invoicing mm-hmm. and taking care of all the books and everything. I didn't want to be doing that day to day. So that was my first hire right away. And then I quickly started hiring young architects. That's wonderful. And several of them became 40 under 40s guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had a, I got a really great group of brand new young architects that worked for me. It started off with just one quick hire, and then two or three within a couple more months. And by the time we were two years old, we had six. Wow. uh, Six of us. And then by 2008, we were to 10. 2009 and 10 and 11 and 12 and 13 were tough years for construction. That recession really hit, and we had built our business primarily around other entrepreneurial adventures, whether they were doctor's groups or developers or other people, a restaurateur or whatever. We had a bunch of small individual type of clients. Mm-hmm. Well, that recession really hit them super hard, and they weren't building new shopping center stuff. We weren't building new restaurants in 08 and 09 and 010. So we had to diversify a whole bunch, but during those that time period, and go find different types of clients that were more institutional or government. So we did. We started doing a lot of work for USD two five nine. Okay. Okay. In the two thousand eight bond, we I remember we, that. Yep, that was a godsend for us, and we got about nine projects from the district during that bond, and so we did a bunch of school additions and school projects for the for a few years. Mm-hmm and we expanded to some other institutional clients like the post office believe it or not and for mcconnell air force base where we started working with them as well
0: so now what is your specialty
3: yeah so we're generalists yeah
2: still Mm generalists
3: yeah by design yeah but Mm -hmm. again i'm a i don't know that it i think it's great to get really good at one thing what i want to be great at getting really good at is people okay and not so much a building type.
0: Yeah, that's, well, that's deep. So yeah. I, and, and that's you want to, it really is. No, you want to get really <laughs> good at people. And what the core of that is finding ways to collaborate, right? Collaboration.
3: That's a great word. Yeah. The Ideal Team Player is a great book that that I really liked, and Humble, Hungry, and Smart are the three categories that they talk about with people that they really honed in on as components of what makes a really good team player, but really a good person in general. That they're humble, that they're hungry, that they want to work hard, and that they're smart about it. They can read the room. They can tell if people are getting them. Are they being understood? Do they understand what the issues are, what the right questions are? And I think those are really important factors. So for us, the idea that I want to be a specialist in people, not so much a building type. Because what we can do is talk about it, with whether it's a little strip center that we're going to have a Starbucks in or whatever, and or it's going to be a medical clinic that has that for eye exams or for dermatology or for whatever it might be. The people part of that connection is what really intrigues me. How does that doctor, that group of doctors, want their patients to feel when they walk into the building? Mm -hmm. How do they want to feel treated by the way that the space is? some people want it to feel very bougie and really fancy because they just, they do (laughs) that. (laughs) And other people people want to go, no, hey, listen, we want to communicate to our clients that we're frugal and that we're thoughtful about it. We're not spending money unnecessarily, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think think both have their place, you know, but we don't really mind which one it is because it's more about what the The client client. is actually Mm -hmm. asking for. So we really focus in on that. I do love certain categories, I think. Higher education is such a a great category here in Kansas. The small colleges in Kansas, I think, are a super great place for kids to get educated and for us to keep our Kansas kids here. The Friends Universities, the Heston Mm -hmm. College, Sterling College, Bethel, all those different schools that are around here.
0: And you've worked, you've done projects for all of those that you've named. I
3: did. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we have. And we're currently working for them right now. I just love that. My my daughters, a couple of my daughters went to Friends University. Kansas State, too, is great. We've done work for Kansas State. Uh, We haven't done anything for KU yet.
2: And he looked at okay. me. I didn't go to KU, no. Okay. Well, anyway.
3: So yeah, I just want to be able to. I I think investing in our kids is a huge thing, mm-hmm. and wanting to keep them here in Kansas if they have good opportunities here, I think that's great. So we like working in higher education. It's a cool fact, a cool thing. So many people talk about sustainability as a as kind of a buzzword in the industry, mm-hmm. and a big part of that for us is how do you reuse existing buildings. Mm-hmm. And instead of just tearing them all down and starting over, I think that there's a lot of, we call it embedded potential. That's a kind of a buzzword for it. There's all this structure that's in place that's already there that somebody spent a lot of money on 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, maybe longer than that. It's there. It's part of our fabric already. But maybe it's a tired use. Maybe the reason it's there is not needed anymore. But the structure's still, still there so how can we reinvent repurpose that building and I've been able to talk to campus leaders about well they've got these old some old buildings on campus but they're not being utilized very well or the technology is way out of date yeah. and all this stuff. But the structure itself is still a good structure. It's not the, right. the, the building's right. not the problem. It's how they're it's the using use. it. Right? Absolutely. And I talk them through how do we reinvent that building and repurpose it and make it freshened again in alive again and i love doing that too that's another part of that that i see on especially on these small college campuses they don't need more square footage necessarily they just need better square footage
0: better use of what they have yeah and so
3: i think that's a good selling point to their donors to the people that fund these projects is that we're being a good steward of what you've already got Mm -hmm. and i love that sort of a message excellent excellent so we've also felt like those same sort of messages work for old buildings in a downtown Wichita. For instance, the Broadway Auto Park, which mm-hmm. is, was a 1948 parking garage that was you know, very dilapidated and mm-hmm. actually put on the list for condemnation. It was yep. going to be torn down. Mike Ramsey said, ah, Mike,
0: hey, Mike. I just don't want to, <laughs> ah,
3: I don't want to do that. I don't want to tear it down. But everybody looked at it. There were developers, everybody said, hey, well, let's, because they could buy it at a really good price because it was not worth very much to most people. So get a good value for it. But then what can we do to make it new again? Well, we got the original engineer. The original structural engineer was still alive. That's wonderful. And we worked with him to reinvent that building and put apartments apartments where you can drive
0: up, park in front of
3: your apartment and walk in. And so we took that old building in from a 1948, 1949, and completely reinvented it into something that's going to be great for the next 50 years. Excellent. Uh, so we love that kind of thing. That's a really fun thing to do. We're doing that kind of work with Trust Bank right now and their their facilities where we're taking mm-hmm. parts of their old older buildings and reinventing new spaces inside of them as well. And I think that's just a great stewardship model to look at. And you save a lot of money over... Tearing down and building brand new is to reuse what you've got, but just make it new again. And I think that it does. It's not as it's not as fancy a feel as building brand new. Everybody, uh-huh. oh, let's build brand new. Some whatever it is. It's just fun to build something brand new really when you think about it, the long term of it is it's still going to in 20 years that's going to be an old building again right at some and point you going to be right be, back right. to the same spot so why are we not thinking we can just reinvent what we've got and i think that's a really it's a fun thing for me to work on so we like that kind of projects we also build brand new i mean we do lots of brand new buildings as well the ima building we uh-huh. just finished this last couple which is of years. a
0: really dope space so <laughs> i love that rooftop oh, oh man i'm out fun. there yeah i love that
2: you mentioned the humble, hungry, and smart. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which two are ebony.
0: Oh, wow. All three. <laughs> I'm all three.
2: But you had mentioned about repurposing, and we'll go to break here in a minute. I'm just going to go self-serving here for a second. All right. Uh, Evergy Connect, we just repurposed a building that used to be a, from what I understand, a dry cleaners. And now it's uh, we've turned it into a customer-facing location where we help out customers. But just going, being part of that process and going over, looking at old diagrams and things. It was amazing what that building used to be. Yeah. And now we've made it into a pretty dope. Is yeah, that it's the
0: pretty you? hip. <laughs> it's a vibe. <laughs> yeah, I tell you that. Yeah, it's a vibe.
2: So yeah, so with that, we'll roll into break.
0: All right. Well, friends, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be back to hear from Stan Sheldon and Sheldon Architecture. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's Kochict.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T dot welcome back friends we're here with stan and we're talking a a little bit about all of the wonderful projects that he's been working on so stan you decided to come back to wichita and you decided to open up this firm and make an impact in our region with all of these beautiful buildings and all these wonderful designs Mm. what makes wichita unique
3: it's had such a tradition of entrepreneurial new starts of all kinds here I think there's a really friendly, overall friendly atmosphere for companies to come and start something new. And so I think that's a really unique uh, aspect of the overall community here. I think there's a lot of folks that are, again, just, how can we do that better? They ask that question pretty often around here, I think. I think there's been such a transition with Wichita over the last 50 years, really. I remember when Macy's was downtown, and that's a long time ago. Yeah we just reinvented the Macy's building yes. into the DO school mm-hmm. which was would it be cool to have Macy's downtown? Well, I suppose so, but it's really cool to have <laughs> the, the DO school downtown. Uh, <laughs> I think that use of that building is a phenomenally great use for that building. It's mm-hmm. in a great location. It's very easy to get to for everybody. But I think the opportunity for Wichita right now is so ripe. I feel like there's still Lots of really good things in front of us as far as how to improve our downtown. All the stuff that we're thinking about with Century 2 and all this space here and our kind of entertainment and museum district and all that is very interesting and very fascinating to me. I think all the stuff that's happened in Delano in terms of making it a really fun place to be. Old Town has been renovated for now 20 years and is just a fabulous place to have both good places to eat and good places to live and good places to work.
0: With all of that, what in our ecosystem, our business ecosystem, would you change?
3: Yeah.
2: Good question.
3: Yeah. I think it's a little bit of a push because I feel very strongly about private property rights and about people's individual rights Mm -hmm. to make decisions about their space, their buildings, their stuff. Sometimes I wish we thought a little longer term at times. Hmm. We make decisions sometimes that feel very maybe a little short-sighted example might be we develop whether it's a riverfront area or whether it's how we redevelop douglas and those sort of things I think we could do better. I think I've been talking
0: about the riverfront for my entire Mm-mm. life. I know for a long, long time. <laughs> Your you life. know, and,
3: and right now we're on the cusp. Hey, river you know. Vista got built. It's that was th- amazing. Th- they did a lot of good yeah, stuff with that's the river. Tight. They've done good stuff here at the Drury on the back side of the river yep. as mm-hmm. well. There's more opportunity for that as well. But I would say that sometimes we, we want a little bit quicker return than I wished we would think a I little think that's bit the longer key, term. right? right, yeah. the
0: return. You yeah. want it quick when sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Yeah. And, and, and development, and I get that's I, what
3: it I, is. I want people to have complete yeah. freedom in making choices that they feel that they want to make. So Agreed. I think that's great. But sometimes I wish we'd think a little more long term with
2: projects that we've got to do. Uh, Excellent. What kind of – you've been around for a while. You're successful. What kind of culture you got rolling over there at Sheldon?
3: Well, I'll tell you what, I'm learning stuff every day, so I feel like I've still got more to learn than I, w- I wish I had all the answers for how to <laughs> well, do <you> it. Oh, you do. <laughs> and, well, I really try to get a lot of coaching from a whole bunch of different people, from everybody from like a Dave Ramsey types mm-hmm. of stuff to my own board of advisors to good friends of mine that have been at Coke or at Intrust or at Equity Bank or at IMA and, mm-hmm. and just listening to a lot of good friends of mine that just have done it for a long time as well whether it's more in the HR space and how to really develop a culture that people feel like, They're really being taken care of, and they've really got the opportunities that they want to have, both professionally in their career, but also that they can take care of their families well. You know, that they've got the health care that they want, and they've got all the benefits they want, they get enough time off, and all those sort of things that you they hear have that flexibility. Time no.
0: off. Do, you, do you hear that? <laughs> I don't need, this shade need to shade
3: right now. You need
0: to give people, <laughs> <off. laughs> people time off, but I do hear that you guys have free lunch Fridays. Yeah, we do? See, because I'm yeah. going to start coming up to know. that yeah.
2: office. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, <laughs>
0: Friday. It's, like, it's oh, normally uh, really,
3: uh, yeah, it's really don't good food, me. too. We don't scrimp on those Fridays. They're good. It's good food. Wow. But I think where are yeah.
2: located again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> asking yeah. for a friend.
3: Yeah, no, that's why 800 <laughs> East First Street. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, nice. we really try to make sure that people feel that they're professionals. I don't we don't have a time clock kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. If you need to be if you need to be someplace that morning with your family or a friend or do, doing something else and you have to be in late fine that's okay i expect you to get your work done whenever it needs to get done and you need to coordinate with your team and make sure that you're a good team player that right. you're humble hungry right. and smart right. so if you do those things we're not a time clock driven type thing we we do track our hours weekly and we, we pay attention to that but mm-hmm. at the same time it's get your work right. done be a professional about it communicate with your team and you be, be a person be free to do what you need to do and, and also there's some companies that said, hey, we'll let you take whatever time off that you want. That, and I think for vacation, yeah. there, there's a few firms or companies in town that have said, hey, take as much time off as you want. And what ends up happening is it's a reverse psychology. People feel a little guilty if they go past two or three weeks of vacation. Mm-hmm. They go, well, I don't know if I should take that. I feel, I know he says I can, but I don't know if I can. Well, I force you to. And, I, and you get a lot of vacation time with us. So if you spend three or four or five years with us, you get a fair amount of vacation. And I want you to use it. Get out of here. Go do something.
0: Are you guys looking for new associates? <laughs> Ebony wouldn't work <laughs> well my, over there. Uh, my drawing uh, skills are increasingly...
2: She would test your vacation <laughs> policy. So I'm just saying.
0: Well, I think it's time for some fun. Yes. Don, you ready?
2: <laughs> yeah. All We're right. going to do some word association. You've dealt with Ebony long enough. So. Okay. I'll give you one word back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's try this again. I'll give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because oh, it's your word. All right. Are you ready? I'll try. Leader. Humble. Humble. Success. Hmm.
3: Family. <sighs> College. <laughs> is there any other? No. They're exactly.
0: Oh that's right. Let them know. Go ahead and <laughs> say the
3: word. Friends, so I'll say
2: friends, but okay.
3: K-State,
0: too.
2: Oh, so <laughs> you had to throw it
3: in <laughs> there. I had to throw
0: it in there. I love that.
2: WSU. I've had them on all. Okay, yeah. that's good. Failure. It's going to happen. Nice. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, oh, that was and good. Entrepreneur.
0: Is that the word? Yeah.
2: Oh. Entrepreneur is. Flexible. Okay. your Wichita. Family, again,
3: I just, yeah. Vacation? Don't know what those are, <laughs> personally. <laughs> Hero. Oh, boy. Um, a lot of different levels on that one. Jesus.
2: Okay. Wichita Chamber. I know a that's- great friend. I know I'm not giving one word. No, and I gave you two words, so okay. we're both messing up here. <laughs> family. I have a unique situation there. I
3: can't just say one word. I lived with six women.
0: Oh, that is wonderful. You're a better person.
2: (laughs) Yeah, fun. Work. Last but not least, you got to tell the truth. This ought to be good. Beverage. Okay, we'll go with coffee for now. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for yeah. showing up, dealing with Ebony. We truly appreciate
0: it.
2: <laughs> it's a tough gig, but it is what it is. Thanks uh, for coming uh, in. You guys are great.
0: Oh, well, thank you. It's Love been wonderful. What you do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being here. Glad to do it. All right, friends, we've come to the end of today's segment. We heard from Stan Sheldon and Sheldon Architecture. Please make certain that you share this with your friends and your circle of influence or anyone who might be considering to, to be an architect in the future. Until next time.
1: Peace.